So, uh, you got an idea for an intro for the podcast today? No, no, I don't, Tyler. No, I'm sick of this. How come I always have to have the ideas? You sad, short, hairy, pathetic man. That's why you don't have any land or any friends. I am sick of this. You need to come up with, start pitching. Do your part. I am tired of... everybody and welcome back to hot's a podcast i'm tyler Yay! i'm tyler and as always with me is malik <laughs> hey everyone welcome to hot yay i'm tyler <laughs> that was so you good cut me off <laughs> yes i did because i have no respect for you if that intro hasn't like shown that enough no <laughs> so i don't know why happened? that sounded so upset so so what's what, what's happening with you not too much. I just had a meatball sub and yeah, Ooh. hopped on. Now we're recording I, a podcast. I had a McDonald's. Mickey Do's? McDo's. I don't Mickey know. D's. I don't know. That just came out of nowhere. Is that can we call McDonald's that now? Mickey Do's? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that, if they ever made like a McDonald's too, then I guess. McDonald's too, Mickey Do's. McDo's. McDo's. <laughs> <laughs> oh, McDo's, yeah. I get it. i mean if uno can do it then why can't mcdonald's there's an uno dose yeah it's literally just called dose why does that work i don't know i think it plays exactly the same it's just called dose then what makes it different i don't know maybe it does play different i'm not sure oh my god so (laughs) wild i'm gonna look up dose now ladies and gentlemen um and those in between and beyond uh if you haven't realized this is our 11th episode 11. yeah la- last week we had adam or last week i say we skipped last week because <laughs> yeah, you decided it. to run a marathon and yeah. wouldn't stop <laughs> yeah it was it was a hell of a run boy uh, i think you i think you tired out i think you tired out you went all the way around to california and i think you tired out at about kansas right I see what happened was because of my the color of my skin, I had to get all stealthy around like you know certain states, <laughs> around the southern <laughs> states. He went into the bayous of Florida. <laughs> Excuse me, you tell me how to get back to town. Yeah, it's back the way you came. <laughs> I'm like, oh, oh no. He just but kept I, running. But uh, yeah, no, I feel like we can like be a little more honest with our audience. I feel like you know we're, we're a podcast, we joke, but I feel like it's good to tackle stuff. Sometimes it's good to tackle stuff like this. Uh, I had a bad mental health day and I wasn't able to record. And you know it was. Yeah, we didn't. Rough. We both uh, we both decided that we didn't want it to affect the podcast in any sort of way. You know, bad mental health days happen. We talked about this in the past. You know, sometimes you're just not in the right frame of mind, and we just felt that it'd be better if we skipped it that week. Yeah, I felt you guys deserve better. I we all deserve better. You know, and it's good to take care of yourself. So, what are like so like when you have like a bad mental health day? Like, what are like what's something like you do? Uh, I find that like my in terms of me having a bad mental health day, I find that taking a shower is probably one of the best things you could ever do, or at least that that's what cheers me up. Um, Normally, it's a sense of like, I don't really get too many bad mental health days in terms like I've had days recently where I've gotten like really upset for no reason or like, you know, I just I just had a bad day. You know, I've told you about this in the past, but what I find is most days it's just a general case of that super boredom that I talked about, I think, in episode two when we talked about mental health yeah. um, that I 
hop in a shower and I just feel, I, I don't know, something about cleaning myself just makes me feel so much better, you know? I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. um, For me, I guess it's like just the, it's it's the escapism where like, I do like to isolate myself, you know? I get my music going, I find a book that I like, you know, and I just, I just like find the time. It's like, I just get lost in the, I get lost in the other world, essentially, you know? I, as someone who like really likes writing, you know, I game, I, I, I love story. I, I say, right, I love stories. So that's why I play video games, why I read books, why I'm into the movies and TV shows. Because I just love stories you can get lost in and stuff. So, you know, yeah. I have a whole stack of books that I've been reading and stuff like that. I just, it, that, that kind of just like helps. Also, just, you know, just taking time for yourself. Also, just like cleaning your surroundings, like just making yourself like you're, you're like, you feel better when like your area you're in is better. So, you know. Yeah. And some people, like, you know, it's always something different. Some people will cut their hair short to feel like, a, like you know, they, they got a new style going, so they feel yeah. good about themselves after that. Or, like, some people tend to clean their house or something like that, you know? Something, it, like, it, 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 it's different for everybody, but it's definitely, like, that. those are just some of the things that I do and some of the things that you do mm-hmm. to help us, ourselves, feel better. Yeah. Again, always get to, and again, like it always helps to have someone like to talk to about it too. Of someone course, who, like also someone you feel like not someone you feel like kind of gets where you're coming from too. Yeah, you know, like you know, I'm I'm lucky enough that I have friends like you and our other friends to like get through. But, you know, like it, it it definitely helps. Of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, besides, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Again, besides that, uh, some of the stuff going on. Uh. I got a new windshield for the mic. Uh, it's really nice. Again, I feel a little official. So it's not. It's pretty much the same as a pop filter, only it's not like a circle. It's like literally like a foam end you attach to the mic. Yours actually sounds a lot better. I might go for that myself because, like, you guys might hear a little bit of a difference in the audio. I'm going to do this right now. So I have my pop filter right here attached to my microphone. This okay. is what I sound like without the pop filter. If I were to move this, sorry about any noises, but if I were to do this, I feel like I sound a little bit quieter with the pop filter on. Yeah, it did kind of like go down a bit. Like you, you hear my voice kind of dull a little bit. Yeah, I'm noticing because like well, I noticed when you were talking, like it would go yellow, and now that like, it's gone, you're not going as yellow as much. Yeah, it's literally just like a quiet, like it, yeah. it's a quiet thing. That's why I usually just keep my pop filter off to the side, gotcha. and that way you don't hear any like my ceiling fan or anything like that. <laughs> yeah. I got you. I got you. Like again, like I don't I don't think you guys can hear my AC in the background, but yeah, it's it's hot. It's 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 summertime. Summer summertime I love it. Love it in summertime. so fast. Summer oh, Wow, we went soon. two different ways. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> can we talk Are you familiar with Greece? Yeah, a little bit. I haven't why seen them, Ken- but Why is Kenicky so problematic? <laughs> <laughs> There's Tell a whole college what? humor bit on that. Yeah, I, I saw. I know what you're talking about. I was like, "Tell me more. Tell me more." Did she put up a fight? Like, yeah. whoa, 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 Kaniki, Why would she put up a fight? <laughs> like, what are you talking about, Kaniki? Like, uh, I'm like, who's other like problematic? I don't know musicals that well. I'm like, I any other problematical, problem, problematical, problematic characters like Kaniki besides Biff? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Fact of Biff. Yeah, we're gonna do a segment of the podcast for like every time, for, like every time we like. It's going to be, a, like, ten minutes of just shitting on Biff and how shitty he is. <laughs> Butthead. It's the Biff bashing, bu- ba- uh, Biff, Biff bashing portion of the podcast. <laughs> I thought you were trying to go for, like, it's the Bish baff- bashing ba- uh, Banorama or something. <laughs> like. See, I didn't, but I did it on purpose. Because uh. I generally was, like, messing up that time. No, like, <laughs> I, I mean, like, I, I did it unintentionally, you know, or I generally started messing up. Like, I don't know what I want to say. 
But uh, yeah, man. I so I actually that reminds me. I actually had a question I wanted to ask because like, I've been like a lot of like old TVs been playing on my on my stuff recently because I just have it on the background. And I was curious, who were your TV crushes going up? And I think I can guess one. I'm gonna guess you were a Topanga guy. Nah, you see the thing is, I didn't get into Boy Meets World until after I graduated high school. Ah, uh, okay. So like, I couldn't have crushed on Topanga at the time because I didn't grow up with Boy Meets World. Huh. It wasn't until after high school that I discovered it, and now it's like, it's where I made that connection, you know, with uh with Eric in the show, where like he almost moved to Pottstown, and I was living in Pottstown, like. That I, I talked about it in a previous episode, but yeah, that's about where I got the connection to Boy Meets World. In terms of crushes back then, oh man, that's a that's a tough one. I'm trying to I remember. A, I think a lot of a lot of guys share uh, a lot a lot of nerdy guys share Kimberly from Power Rangers. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> everyone liked Kimberly. Uh, I was a Kelly Bundy guy myself because I like Mary with Children. Yeah, I had a huge crush on Denise Huxtable from The Cosby Show. Really? Yes. I don't know why. I think that I feel like that's where like, um, that's where that's where like people who like alt girls start with Denise Huxtable <laughs> and stuff like that. Uh, I also liked uh, Whitley Gilbert from It's a Different World. Ah, uh, I, I had a bougie face. I like her and I like Hillary from Fresh Prince. I'm try- I can't think, man. Like I'm trying to think of some of the shows that I used to watch as a kid. Cause it's like I used to watch like a lot of Keenan and Kel back in the day and all that. Um, there was, I used to watch the Amanda show a lot. I I guess I had a crush. I used to have a crush on Lindsay Lohan before she became problematic. (laughs) (laughs) Really? I just, Lindsay Lohan was always kind of just there. (laughs) Yeah. Was never really too enamored with her. Like in, like in terms of like her content or what I can't even remember. Freaky Friday. That was the one content. That's, that's basically where that started. Like Freaky Friday. I was like, damn, like, I remember that, and I also remember there was Parent Trap, where uh, she uh, she was a twins, and she was trying to get her parents back together. It's actually really funny, because as a kid, I was, with Freaky Friday, I was confused, because it was like, you know, <laughs> it was like, it was Lindsay Lohan, and you're like, oh, damn. But then, like, Jamie Lee Curtis rocking out, you're like, damn! <laughs> like, I kind of get it. It's kind of got me. <laughs> uh, oh, God, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I was just like look. Yeah, the heavy thinking. So I was like, I was, I was looking at like, um, I think a different world in the Cosby Show came on back to back. I realized, well, I had a crush on Denise and I had a crush on Whitley and also Fresh Prince. And I'm like, well, I had a crush on Hillary as well. I'm like, wow, I had a thing for bougie girls back then. (laughs) Yeah, seriously, especially Hillary. (laughs) Yeah, Hillary. It's like, wow, like I was shooting way above my weight class. (laughs) Oh, Jeff. Ah! (laughs) So I made this joke. If I ever, so in WandaVision, if I got caught in the hex, I would either turn into Steve Urkel or I would turn into freaking um, uh, Carlton. There's no other options for me. (laughs) If I got caught in the hex, that's who I'm turning into. (laughs) (laughs) Who would I turn into in the hex? That's a, that's a tough call. Uh, what if I would like turn into like beaver or something? <laughs> <laughs> no, like you would turn. I feel like you would turn into like the Beavis and Butthead style characters. Yeah, true. Yeah, like, <laughs> or like you would be like Bul- no Bulk and Skull. Like you'd be yes. Bulk. <laughs> yeah, there yes, one hundred percent. You would be the slapstick like idiots. Well, I'm just gonna point this out right now while I'm thinking about it. Bulk and Skull are the true victims of bullying. <laughs> 
you cannot deny it. Like they try to be the bullies and they fail, but like think about how many times like they they try to do something and like it fails on them, and the Power Rangers just sit there and fucking laugh at them. Like, <laughs> who are the really real bullies in this situation? Vulcan Skull. <laughs> well, remember Vulcan Skull grew up. They ended up they ended, when yeah, they became adults. They were trusted with guns. They they became policemen. They were junior deputies, actually. They still had. They still be. They still were near guns, <laughs> which I don't trust. See, I, I see. I, I wouldn't trust them in the sense that they might fuck up. But like in terms of overall, I don't think they would ever like. They they don't hurt anybody. Like that in the in know. the show, they don't hurt anybody that we know or see on screen. <laughs> oh God! Remember? When yeah, I off can- screen, they're out writing the movies. <laughs> remember, remember when uh, Kimberly and uh, Billy got turned evil and they like uh, became punk like Bulk and Skull? And yes. Kimberly like tells Skull, "You and I are gonna tear this town up." I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> nothing beats when uh, nothing beats in the Turbo Power Rangers movie when uh, when Kimberly and Jason turn evil and they they're they're used to sa- like they were being used as sacrifices for Malagor and they. Instead, yeah, like some evil spirit comes out from the lava and possesses them, and fucking Jason gets into this fight with Tommy, and I kid you not, he's like holding him, he's choking him over the lava pit, and he just goes, "No, I'm the one with the muscles and the power." <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, Jason, you already have muscles and power. What are you talking about? <laughs> What's another like great like Power Rangers like? No, I'm the one with the muscles and the power. Um, it gets me every time. Uh, Turbo, when they got baked into a giant pizza. Yeah. <laughs> That's too good. Power oh is weird, man. Yeah, man. I had a, cr- I had a crush on Divatox, too. I remember that. Oh, my God, yes. That's another one from when I was a kid. I was like, damn, Divatox. <laughs> Oh she may have ate that fly, but goddamn. <laughs> I, remember, I remember when she got sent down to Earth with amnesia and started working at the pizza store and she got obsessed <laughs> with pizza. Oh, my God. Wasn't, like, Elgar her nephew or something? Yes, Elgar was her nephew. Oh, my God. Elgar. What a weird nephew. Yeah, what a weird-looking guy. <laughs> it's actually, now that you bring up nephew, I immediately thought about this. Do you ever do you ever think about, like, like uh, not I wanted to say Rise of Skywalker, Force Awakens. Uh, I just recently like saw the scene on like TikTok or something like that where Han dies from Kylo. You ever notice how immediately Chewie's just like, "I ain't an uncle no more," just fucking shoots his own nephew. <laughs> At that moment, he's just like, "Fuck family! <laughs> you killed my best friend." <laughs> well, to be fair. He had the headshot, then he moved it down. I know, but it's just funny as shit to me that he was just like, he's like, yo, you killed my best friend. We ain't family no more, fam. <laughs> Speaking of Star Wars, I was, I'm actually reading another book, uh, Canto Bite, which is, uh, it's four short stories based from the casino from Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. I'm on the first one. It's about, it's about this little pink alien dude named Kedpin Shaklop. And, um... He's won an all-expense-paid vacation to the casino, and he's a fucking moron. Because <laughs> he's like, he's like this Ned Flanders, like, oh gosh, golly, I'm so excited to be here. I'm the number one salesperson and all that shit. And he literally gets scammed out of his money by a luggage check, and then he uh... ends up accidentally getting like accosted by a prostitute, <laughs> and he loses most of his money to the prostitute because it because they like it's so bad. <laughs> 
I love Kedpin though. He's all like, I can make a growl into a grin, and I'll make this guy like me. Loses all his money. I've been reading, <laughs> as you know, I've been reading the Vader series, and yeah, so I got it, dude. Triple Zero, man. I've talked about it with you before, but Triple Zero is like so great. Yeah, he's just murdering C three PO. I love, I love. He only cares about two things, and that's murdering and fucking hollow chess. <laughs> <laughs> I love the fucking. My favorite scene is when uh, he comes to the Vader. He's like, Lord Vader, I have good news and bad news. Some of the good news. Good news is got all the information I need from the guy. Then dispose of him. Ah, well then I have double good news. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the one scene where uh, <clears throat> where they go to the they go to talk to the auntie and the stormtroopers bust in and then auntie gives away like um or triple zero just got done playing hollow chest against a cheater he's like oh man i wish we could have done something about that cheater and bt just fucking pulls out a chain gun and shoots him <laughs> and the imperials are just like they're firing on us and started an all-out war <laughs> yeah bt and triple zero are great there's definitely like more of them too like later on past vader they're so good uh, Vader introduced a lot of great characters between the them, Afra, yeah. um, freaking Black Chrysanthemum, yeah. that fucking badass Wookiee. Oh man, I love Black Chrysanthemum. Yeah, he's an evil Wookiee too. Which like, oh, like most Wookies get forced into the fight pits. Black Chrysanthemum is the only one who like volunteers. He goes in there <laughs> and fucking shit up. Oh my god, I love all the seeing all the bounty hunters get like duped out of the fucking like credits and shit. And Vader's like, yeah, surprise! I I was actually the one who stole all this. Such a good series. <laughs> yeah. Um, actually, funny enough, uh, in the currently in the Star Wars comics, uh, War of the Bounty Hunters, uh, Kira from Solo just showed up again. Yeah, you were telling me about that. Yeah, so like in the comic, Boba Fett's on his way to deliver um, Han to Jabba, and someone steals Han from Boba. And Boba's like, who the fuck? <laughs> and <they're>, like <laughs> trying to get it back. And... Jabba gets a transmission, hey, I took John from Boba, if you want him, come pay for him again. And Jabba's like, well, fuck this, and puts another bounty on Boba for fucking up, and now he's on the way to go pick up uh, Han. <laughs> but you find out the person who has Han is now Kira from Solo, and it's like, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> so let's see, I mean, I'm very excited to see how this story plays out. You know I think what? I think I just love the fact that Jabba put a bounty on Boba out of spite. You failed. Well, now you're dead. <laughs> you know what absolutely blows my mind? What? I just took a sip of some Propel. Um, I, I'm I'm trying to cut soda out of my diet so that I can lose a little bit of weight. I, I hear it helps. And so I've been sticking with flavored drinks like flavor, like uh, flavored water and stuff like that. So I can get a little bit more, more water than I... Because I, I, I have a bad habit of not drinking water. But... Mm. Uh, I'm not, like, trying to count calories or anything like that, but I was looking at the calorie count for Propel. Do you know that it's fucking zero calories? No, <laughs> no Like, idea. that is insane. Like, it's flavored water. It tastes delicious, and it's fucking zero calories. Like, come on. I had no <laughs> it's idea. It's a no-brainer. <laughs> I, I don't think I've ever had Propel. Oh, Propel's so good, man. I might have to try one when I get a chance. <laughs> I, I have the berry one right now. Oh, delicious. I'm going to look around. Scrumptious. I'm going to look around and see what flavors in <laughs> scrumptious <laughs> i'm gonna have to look around and see what flavors interest me yeah i just recently uh actually just got done work earlier today but i ordered two i ordered like three things from gamestop oh Here we uh go. i would well the th the reason is is because i just recently got back into my nuzlocke any for anybody out there that doesn't know a nuzlocke is a thing for pokemon where it's a it's essentially a new run of pokemon it's been around for years but you start a new game 
And basically the rules are like, you know, there, there's so many different rules that you have to follow. Like your tra- the last number of your training card determines who your starter is. The, every Each route that you go into, uh, you have to, you can only catch the first Pokemon that you meet. Or if you kill it, that's it. You can't catch another one on the route or anything like that. And then the big one is that you have to name every single Pokemon that you catch. And if they if they faint in battle, that's it. They're dead. You got to either release them or you could put them in a... A lot of people tend to build like a graveyard out of the PC boxes and then they throw them in there. I release them. But I just recently got back into my Nuzlocke and I unfortunately lost two good members of my party. But aside from that, me and Adam decided that we were going to do a Nuzlocke together of Pokemon Platinum. The only problem is, is that I sold, I traded in platinum a while ago. Um, so I just happened to go on GameStop.com today while out of boredom. And I was like, I wonder if they have it on there. And they did. So I picked that up and then I checked for Pokemon Soul Silver because I also traded that one in and I bought that. And on top of that, I also bought a, uh, a studio series figure from Transformers. It's a studio series hot rod uh, from the last night. And my opinion on hot rod in the last night is that he is absolute fucking garbage. That, that What they did to Hot Rod in that movie is unforgivable, and I'm not even a Hot Rod fan from the 86 movie. Like, I don't really care for Hot Rod, <laughs> but I just I just thought that was... Oof. If, you, if you're a fan of the 86 movie and Hot Rod, don't watch The Last Night, because they literally, Michael, Michael Bay literally wipes his ass with Hot Rod. <laughs> the whole reason I bought the figure, though, is because he turns into a World War II armored truck. Like, that's fucking badass. That's like... I looked at that alt mode and I'm like, you know what? I may as well. It was on sale. It was also clearance. So I was like, let's fucking do it. And I can't wait to get that in. Nice. Um, yeah, me, uh, I just, uh, I got, I order, I've been on Amazon a lot recently. I uh, got a bunch of new books. Uh, again, Star Wars, I guess what else yeah. would be. Um, I, actually, I actually got a couple new non-Star Wars books too. I got the entire complete works of William Shakespeare. I'm a fucking literature nerd. Uh, and I got a, a collection of Greek gods and uh, heroes and stuff. So I love uh, Greek. I love Greek mythology and stuff like that. Nice. Um, I, my favorite Shakespeare pl- plays were um, uh, Romeo and Juliet, and I loved uh, Julius Caesar. Oh, Maybe, cool! I love Julius Caesar too because it was his. It was supposed to be like Shakespeare's big historical play, but mm-hmm. he pulled all of the facts out of his ass. Because <laughs> he's just like, I just wanted to have a good story. I don't give a fuck about historical accuracy. <laughs> <laughs> like, which, like, because I think, like, one an example of that is, like, uh, in Julius Caesar, Caesar is deaf in one ear, I believe, to symbolize how he hears the praise on one side, but can't tell his best friends about to stab him and literally stab him in the back. And, but, like, in reality, Caesar could hear just fine out of both ears. <laughs> You know stuff like that too. I I I, I love it. I really I really enjoy Julius Caesar mainly because in the first scene of Julius Caesar, it's a bunch of guys partying, going, "Yeah, we love Caesar. Caesar's great." And um, a fucking guard comes up and goes, "Hey, hey, what are you doing? What, what, don't you guys have jobs? Go do your job. What's your job?" And the dude goes, "I'm a cobbler." And he's like, "No, you're not. I guess I am. I can fix you." Basically <laughs> calling him a fucking foot. <laughs> like, <laughs> It's so good. Like, I love it. I love Shakespeare. Speaking never... of... Bo- what? Go ahead. No, you go ahead. No, you go. I, I, I've never read Macbeth or Othello, but I've always wanted to, or Hamlet, so I'm going to read those when I get a chance. I heard Othello is really good. Yeah. I uh, Speaking of books, you just recently bought me a book. Um, yes. You got me... Uh, 
it's a book about every Beatles song, essentially, like the story behind each song. Yeah. And one of my favorite one of my favorites in there, you I know you were just about to talk about it, but yeah. I was planning on talking about it anyway. Good. One of my favorites is I looked into the into this book because I knew the story behind I knew the story about, behind a couple of Beatles songs. But this one in particular uh struck me as odd. It's the song I Wanna Be Your Man by the Beatles. Uh originally what I had thought is that they recorded it and they weren't really too fond of it, so they gave it to the Rolling Stones. And then the Rolling Stones recorded it, and they were like, you know what, we're going to take that back, and then fucking just put it on their album. But I was actually completely wrong. The The story behind the song I Want to Be Your Man is that, that that song was basically written for Ringo. Like, it was made for Ringo to sing, essentially. <laughs> it was made for Ringo! They were like, yeah, nah. It was made for Ringo to sing, and all they had was, I want to be your man, I want to be your man, no, I want to be your man. They made a song for Ringo, heard it, was like, yeah, nah. <laughs> so while they were working on this song, they got they, they have been to come into contact with um I forget I think it's like John Oldham or something like that. He's the uh he was a publicist for the Beatles and then he became the manager for the Rolling Stones. And back then this was like nineteen sixty-three, so the Rolling Stones weren't even that big. And neither were the Beatles, because the Beatles didn't make it into America until about sixty-four, I believe, maybe mm. late sixty-three. And so the Rolling Stones were struggling to figure like find songs because uh, Keith Richards and uh, who's who's the other one? Uh, Mick Jagger weren't yeah. writing songs at the time. Uh, so John Oldham goes to the Beatles and like when he bumped into him was like, hey, do you guys possibly have a song that you can give us? And they were like, yeah, we're working on this song called I Want to Be Your Man. Uh, we'll play it for you. And they played it for him. And they're like, if you like the song, then we can finish it for you. And they were like, yeah, sure. And it became like number 12 in Britain for the Rolling Stones, even though the Beatles recorded it literally, literally the next day on their album. Mm. Uh, <laughs> but they, uh, they essentially gave them a throwaway song. So, like it says in the book and the literal quote from John Lennon is, I mean, we're not going to give them a good one, right? <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! Like we're not going to give him a great song. <laughs> I'm very curious to like what other stories are in that book now because I think I figured I'd like because uh, I heard someone made a joke that like oh come together is like a group masturbation. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, the Beatles. Um, there's so much mystery behind the Beatles that that like we still do not know to this day. Like there there was a uh, one of the big ones that I remember hearing about was uh, they used to perform at shows in Hamburg in Germany. And what they would do is they would perform shows in strip clubs, essentially. And George Harrison was only 17 or 16 at the time. Uh, so it was illegal for him to play, but they kept it under the, they kept it like, you know, under the table, the, the owner and stuff, because he, they, he wanted them to perform at, at his club. So they were performing at his club. And then when they started getting offers to play at other clubs, the original club owner that was with, uh, that like brought them in, ratted George Harrison out. He literally got deported from Germany because of it. And so in order to retaliate back from George Harrison getting uh, deported, Paul McCartney and their bassist at the time, um, what the hell's his name? Stu something, I think his name is. But uh, he, <laughs> Paul McCartney and him, uh, they, they, in order to get back at Germany, they fucking stuck a condom to the wall and lit it on fire. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's man. pretty crazy. I don't have any like wild band stories from like my favorite bands like that. Like, um, 
I think a fun story. You know, I mean, I love TV on the radio. They're like my favorite. They're like my favorite band right now. Probably yeah. like up there with for me. It's too. funny because Spotify considers them to be the mo- the the artist that I just recently discovered, and I only heard I only listened to one song by them in <laughs> on my phone or on my Spotify account, unless you played it in the car. I think something. it was probably me that played on your account, but like that's probably like well that shows that probably like you haven't really found a new artist like yeah that like you've just listened to all your old stuff. Meanwhile, like I played that one new band, but the one song, the one story I know about them is that the fact that like David Bowie really liked them to the point where David Bowie sought them out and contacted them himself. He wanted them to like do his covers of his song Heroes, yeah, and actually wanted to be in their videos and stuff. And so they're at a gas station one day, and they got a call. And, like, I think it was Tunde um, who got the call. I'm not too sure, but, like, he got, they got the call, and they go, hey, this is David Bowie. Like, I don't, like, want to, like, I want to work with you guys. And he goes, really, David Bowie? Yeah, nah, man. Like, nah, like, don't, like don't even try it, man. Goodbye. And hung up. And then he's like, hey, guys, David Bowie tried to call. Goes, yeah, no, we're not falling for that. And he called again, like, nah, this is really David Bowie. He's like. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> I'm so. Oh, oh that's, no. literally, that's literally what happened to Paige in, in the movie that they made about her uh, fighting with my family. I think it's called. Mm. Um, they, there's a scene in there, and I don't know if this actually happened. I, it said that movie is based off a of true event, so I'm assuming this actually happened. I'm gonna believe that it happened, essentially. But the uh, Paige is going through like her her like trial run and everything like that and she uh she gets in touch like the rock contacts her and brings her in like to a building and then they call uh her dad and she's just like hello and she and he's just like hey what's up man this is the rock and he's just like oh, fuck I off and he just bit. hangs up on her <laughs> yeah i know that bit i know that bit that's fucking great um think, what else is there um there's uh oh god this is this is gonna bug me um I was just thinking, oh, the same thing kind of happened in reverse to Adam Cole. Are you familiar with the story? No. So what happened was Adam, when Adam Cole was first trying to get into like, um, uh, for, was first trying to get into wrestling, uh, he, um, he, 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 his name was like Austin something, Austin like, like Jenkins, something like that. And he was, he got an email from WWE saying, hey, um, we're familiar with the work, really like what you're doing. Uh, we like you, like, we like you to come out and, like, do some stuff for us. He's like, oh, sick. Awesome. Yeah. Like, here, and he's like, he's like, yeah, like, you're going to do this, right? And he's like, um, who do you think I am? And he's like, you're Xavier Woods, right? And he sent a picture. No, this is me. <laughs> and he was like, oh, Sorry. <laughs> yeah, we want Xavier Woods. <laughs> and Adam Cole was like, oh, okay. <laughs> luckily, he got a role in like a bar as an extra in a bar. But like, yeah, that's just funny. It's like, hey, like, hey, it's just like, hey, like, you're the guy we want, right? No, I'm not. Oh, bye. <laughs> <laughs> that just made me, I don't know why, but that made me think of a story from when I used to work at Jake's. One of my, like, one, this was like either my first or my second re- week. And, I'm running the register and and the phone starts ringing and nobody told me how to answer the phone. Like I didn't know I had to answer saying, thank you for calling Jake's of Pottstown. This is Tyler speaking. How can I help you? You know? So I answer the phone and I just go, hello. And they go, is this Jake's? And I, I have an employee who also works there. His name his his name happened to be the same name. That's all I'm going to say. I'm not going to drop a full on name, but like, he had the same name. So I thought they were saying, is this Jake? And I was like, 
no, this is Tyler. And they <laughs> hung up on me. I legitimately had the SpongeBob moment. <laughs> yeah, I legitimately had a fucking SpongeBob moment. <laughs> it's crazy. That's funny as shit. This Jake's? No, it's Tyler. <laughs> yeah, that's basically what happened. That's amazing. Oh, man. You and your Jake stories. There were so many of them. We had a, there was so much that went on at that place. Like <laughs> the owner of the place was pretty bad at hiring people. Uh, I'm not going to lie. And, and uh, if, you know, if she's listening to this, then by all means, I'm going to fucking slander her. <laughs> if you're listening to this, <laughs> fuck off. Yeah, seriously. But uh, she, she was really bad at hiring people. And the, my first manager was a huge heroin addict. Um, oh Jesus! It was very obvious too because this man would look depressed as ever, go into the bathroom for twenty minutes to come out and just be like, "All right, guys, let's go. Let's cook some burgers, man. We Jesus got this." Christ! Like, God damn! It was so fucking obvious, man. And I don't know how the hell the owner didn't notice, but um, he was he was my manager for like a year and a half, and he eventually got caught. Uh, they found a bunch of like use needles and shit up in the ceiling and stuff in the manager's office. It was pretty fucking crazy. So they let him go. They also found out that apparently he stole a shit ton of money from the company too, or from the store because Jake's is a franchise. So anybody out there, this is just one particular store. This is not to slander uh, Jake's way back as a name or anything like that. Um, Burn those bridges, motherfucker. This was just one (laughs) franchise. They got a new owner now and he's fantastic. They'll take care of you. Um, <laughs> so I back then, this was like, what, 2012, 2013 ish. Um, so yeah, he got caught. And then here the guy robbed a bank shortly afterwards. And then he robbed the same bank twice and got arrested. <laughs> like, I don't know why this man tried to rob the same bank. But regardless, there was just really bad. So the, the period when he was gone, the owner was trying to find a new manager at the time. So there was a solid two weeks where we just were not getting monitored at all. And my crew that I worked with was not the crew that you that you don't want to leave unmonitored because <laughs> we straight out had spray bottle wars with sanitizer. Oh, my God. <laughs> what the fuck? We literally fucking in the middle of shit. We would shoot sanitizer at each other. I remember the one time uh, there's this there's this guy who nobody really liked out of the crew. I There was this girl that I was trying to impress. I mentioned her before. Uh, with the oil story but i was like yo check this out and i hid behind the back door and as he was coming up i kicked the door open and i was like freeze suck it and i sprayed him and i got sanitizer right in his fucking eye <laughs> <laughs> i was imagining it's like ah like freeze sucker ah, <laughs> yeah pretty eyes. much <laughs> i remember when i used when i used to work at acme um we would like sit there when it was a dead one day and I was like sitting at the cash register with someone and I was like at the end and they were like joked, like shot the spray ball. I mean, they didn't pull the trigger at first, but I was like, aha. Cause I was like being, I was being like kind of an- annoying, you know, having fun and yeah, it was chill. And they turned around and they pulled and like accidentally shot me right in the mouth of like a spray bottle. I was like, Oh, 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 <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, man, going unmonitored like that was fucking nuts. It was a solid two-week period where we just, like, you know, obviously people got their food, everything was clean and stuff like that. We still kept up with the store and everything like that. We still handled everything properly and stuff like that because the kitchen was outside. So, like, 
well, not outside, outside, but like the kitchen, you could see everything that was going on. So naturally, we were cooking everybody's burgers properly and stuff like that. People were getting their orders on time and shit like that. I'm talking more of the dead period when nobody was in the store. We would fuck around, and it was just, it was a wild two week period. It's honestly one of the best times I've had working in general. <laughs> um, was just that two week period. There was a there were some other stories. Oh yeah, the the manager that they ended up that the owner ended up hiring at the time uh, was just as bad. Like he claimed to be a oh my god i remember this he claimed to be a manager of some really high-end hotel and like he completely lied about it he had two he had two hispanic people that he was buddies with working for working for him i don't know i don't know what they were getting paid or anything like that um i think they were working under the table to be honest with you but um yeah they he had two he had two hispanic people they were both really fucking cool were you working for (laughs) i know right it was crazy heroin and like under the table workers yeah dude it was crazy there was there was a lot of shit that went on at that job i stayed there for a good while too but like you know like i said everything's legit there now it's a solid it's a franchise store it's not the entire company that did this it was just the one store but they got the new owner now and like i said everything's good but yeah so turns out that the, that that dude that was the manager was a notorious identity thief and he had access to all of our information like we are super lucky that nothing came of that <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so i remember um i remember the one time cuts out it's like hi i am tyler for like who the fuck are you yeah right <laughs> i remember one time he put this was probably the dumbest thing he could have ever done and this is coming from who is now a manager. I would never do this, but he he gave us a bunch of forms that he had us fill out, and it was like it was like an anonymous survey of sorts, and it would ask questions like, "What do you like about this place? What do you dislike about this place?" One of the questions, and I shit you not, was if you would fire one person, who would it be? And everybody wrote the same fucking kid that they didn't like, and that guy got fired for it. Like, that's not cool. <laughs> that is horrible. I still feel bad for that. If you're, if that person just happens to be listening to this podcast, look, man, we're, I'm sorry. <laughs> it was that's terrible. Like 20th episode, we have to find that guy and bring him on. <laughs> it's like, this is the confrontation of a lifetime. It's like, you... You cost me everything, Tyler. It's like, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, man. Jake's, Jake's, what a wild first job, man. <laughs> holy shit. Everybody That's- always goes like, man, this job. But like, holy shit, that job. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, holy shit, that job. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> oh, I'm trying to think what else to cover. Um, oh, uh, we've both been playing Resident Evil Village. Yeah. I didn't I get actually, too far. You just beat it, though. Yeah, I just what beat you told the game me. a few minutes ago, and the ending's still fresh in my mind. <laughs> but I believe we were around the same spot where we both beat. We were both past. You were. We were both past the. Uh, yeah, I thought that was us. pretty cool that we were both at the same point playing at the same time. That was cool. Yeah, it was pretty. It was pretty fun. Then I got. I just got too into the game. I was like, oh fuck. I don't yeah, I don't blame you. I'm moving. I'm playing a bunch of shit right now. I'm playing like between Resident Evil. I still got to hop back in on Mass Effect. I'm playing Metopia. Um, I just hopped back in on my Nuzlocke, like I said, and then I've been trying to play the Ace Attorneys. Like I was up till four in the morning last night playing, uh, playing, a, playing a trial on an Ace Attorney. 
Jesus Christ. I was also I'm also playing a lot cuz I've just I just wrapped up the I'm going to wrap up my playthroughs. I just wrapped up the Valhalla DLC, so I'm waiting for the next DLC. I just wrapped up uh, Resident Evil Village, and now I'm, I think, what else am I playing right now? I'm trying to play through all the Dragon Ages and play, trying to play through all the Fallouts, too. But, you know, I'm getting there, getting there, getting, getting there. I gotta play through Mortal Kombat Story, too. But uh, Resident Evil Village, uh, really fun game. Again, the first Biohazard I couldn't finish because it was too much of my anxiety. So mm -hmm. far, Village has had only one part like that where I could, like, I need to take breaks to get through it. Because it genuinely, like, fucked with me. And, like, I, you're actually coming up on that part, Tyler. Oh, boy. Yeah, the uh, the fucking uh, dollhouse. House Men in Viento. I'm pretty sure you've heard about it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, you know, I, you already know about, like, what's in there, right? From what you told me, yes. Yeah, well, like, you you know, like, the big baby monster, right? Yeah, because you told me about it. Oh, I thought I thought you saw it because, like, it's literally all over the internet. But, no, I haven't seen it yet, but you told me about it last night. I told someone, I actually looked up, like, reviews and people talked about it. They said, like, yeah, this is the only, like, part of the game where, like, I genuinely had trouble getting through it. And from what I saw, the one part that really, like, fucking took my surprise is that a lot of, like, guys who said, like, who are fathers said they were genuinely, like, horribly disturbed by the sequence. Yeah. Like, Holy people shit. were, like... Yeah, I'm like, God damn! Like it, like it really fucked with them on a different level because you know they act, they have like actual kids. Uh, and again, like it just had, like the first, the series you enter the area, the forest is just filled with dolls hanging from nooses from trees. You're just like, oh, well, this is fucking perfect. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like House Dematres, man. Like I streamed the fir the first like two hours of the game. Uh, really, that intro, what a hell of an intro, where you go into the village, and you can see it all, and there's the fucking, like, old guy with the shotgun who has terrible fucking aim. <laughs> yeah, <'cause> <laughs> gets pulled to the ceiling, you get pulled into the floor, and the yeah. floor lights your fucking finger off. The Speaking of streams, I actually streamed the OG Battlefront a couple days after you streamed that sequence of resident evil i streamed galactic conquest I, I need to get back in and do that again that was really fun see we need to we need to do a co-stream like i uh we're yeah i'm looking to uh, yeah would you go would any, would any of you guys be down for that you know co-stream between me and malik they'll be down for whatever we say they'll be down <laughs> for because <laughs> we'd like they're to do all, that they're 11 episodes deep we own you now <laughs> <laughs> wow i wouldn't go that far <laughs> Yeah, but, uh, yeah, like, I, I would definitely love to stream. Again, there's lots we can stream. I would love to stream stuff like Battlefront 2. Yeah. I'd love to play A Way Out with you. I feel like you'd really like A Way Out. Uh, so that's, a, that's a great game to stream, too. Yeah, we could um, stream, like, Gears of War 2. Gears of War would be great. Not, uh, you know, just Gears of War 2 in general. Only Gears of War 2. None of the rest. Just Gears <laughs> of War 2. That's Tyler's <laughs> favorite, everyone. <laughs> I don't even know what my favorite Gears of War is. Maybe 3? Really Mine will always like be 3. 2. It's mainly it's mainly for the fact that, A, it's just a really good game, and, B, it's the first game that I got into. I really like 3. 3 is the three is the one. That's the one thing we should do, like, our top 10 video games of all time. Three was the three was a really good one for me because I remember being really hyped for that one. In the same sense that I was really hyped for uh, Transformers: War for Cybertron and Fall of Cybertron, I was really really stoked for Gears Three. I was nice. reading all the Game Informer articles about it. I was so stoked for this game to come out in the fall originally of 2011. Um, Isn't that great? When like oh uh, no, so 2010. It was going to come out fall of 2010. It got pushed to spring 20, 2011, and Isn't I was pissed. <laughs> isn't, it, isn't it so great when you're so hyped for something and you read everything and yeah. you're into it and it lives up to all the hype? 
Oh it's my god, the yes. Best. Playing I've through had, Gears I, Three the first time was just so great. I, uh, I had I had a couple friends from high school who had picked it up, so I was playing through with them at points. But then I was playing through the story myself at points. It was great. I had two games like that where I literally watched everything everything and then when i got it it was like a it was fucking nirvana assassin's creed brotherhood because mm-hmm. i watched every dev diary every little scrap of info i could get on about <laughs> assassin's creed brotherhood i fucking dread it because i was so excited for that game and it fucking was one of my favorite games assassin's creed brotherhood is the game that every like that's that's the game that everyone talks about that's the game that made assassin's creed a creed a triple a mainstream title uh and then, like, Batman Arkham City was, like, come on, that's that's, that's the perfect superhero game right there. I don't care. I watched <laughs> all the villain trailers, all the interviews, the breakdowns of the trailers, breakdowns of the villains, and that game just lives up. It still holds up so good to this day. Yeah. Yeah, I love Arkham Knight. I'm trying to think of any other, like, games that, like, lived up to the hype for me, like, re- like without any, like, baggage. Mine's was Transformers War for Cybertron and Fall of Cybertron and Gears 3. Um, trying to think of some other games that I was really hyped for that lived up to the hype, essentially. Gears 5, that was a big one. Uh, oh, uh, Borderlands 2 for me. Yeah. Borderlands 2 was a big for me because I, I love Borderlands 1 to death, and then like 2 got announced and they showed the trailers. I watched everything on it, and 2 just like 2. Like, I, like our friend Adam, who was a guest on here, uh, he, again, he didn't, he never played 1, but he, like 2 was so big that he hopped on the Borderlands wave around too. Yep. And it's yeah. crazy because Adam's not really a fan of first person shooters, but Borderlands he loves. Yeah. It's, it's, it's so good, man. I, lo- I love the Borderlands franchise. Uh, I mean, they actually just revealed some of the some uh, character um, uh, silhouettes for the movie. Oh yeah, yeah. Jack Black is playing Claptrap. Oh, nice. Yeah, the cast is the cast in that movie looks fucking wild. Yeah, I do. I do remember hearing about the cast. Yeah, fucking Kevin Hart's playing Roland. Yeah, <laughs> which I'm like, oh boy. Uh, but yeah, I'm very excited. I'm very excited to see what that's gonna be like. Uh, Trying to think anything. I'm trying to think what else is going on with me in terms of gaming. Uh, so what's coming out that I'm excited for? Dungeons and Dragons Dark Alliance is in two yep. weeks. That's going to be a big um, one. I got, I'm playing through Mass Effect. I got, I'm actually on Mass Effect three now. I'm trying to think what else. I'm, what, Far Cry six, but that's not till like October. I'm very. I love Far Cry, dude. Yeah. Far Cry is my fucking. I've been thinking about going back and replaying five. Oh, like, because oh, I only know, played a know. little bit of that. Dude, let me know when because we can play through the campaign of five together. Oh, cool. Yeah, five is a co-op campaign. I we gotta get back on our Halo run. Yes, we have to do that too because we have to get ready for Infinite. Yep. Yeah. Um, I'm grinding through the Ace Attorney games to get hyped for Great Ace Attorney, even though it's a prequel. Gotcha. I'm trying to think. anything else coming. I'm see. I might do that now. Grind through all the Far Cry games. Get ready for Far Cry Six. Uh, I'm trying to anything else coming out. Uh, I'm excited for the, in terms of DLC. Uh, I know Assassin's Creed Valhalla has the Siege of Paris DLC coming out later this year, mm-hmm. which I'm super excited. The, the Wrath of the Druids DLC was really cool and really good. really liked it. I'm so um, curious to see what everybody's going to announce for E3, man. Yes, it's in a few weeks, too. Uh, I'm super hyped. Square Enix confirmed they will be showing stuff from War from Wakanda. I'm like, let's go. Nice. Oh, I'm so hyped. So we're going to see. We know Square Enix is going to have Ubisoft have a presence, I believe, too. Um, I don't, I don't, I didn't see the full list of everyone's going to be there though. I'm not too sure. Yeah. I'm not sure either. Um, Mike, what is, what is your like, okay, so let's, let's say, so here's what we do for E3. One thing you're certain it's going to be there. 
one hope you're gonna you think it's gonna be there and one thing you don't want to be there uh certain is definitely gonna be halo infinite gameplay of some sort that i'm hoping for Mm -hmm. is gonna be jedi fallen order 2 either that or there's that um there's that one game that we were hyped about the one year uh before covid i think it was 2019's e3 there was this one game that we were really hyped for made by obsidian i forget what it's called i'm hoping they show more about that do you do you remember that i know what game you're talking about i remember obsidian had some what was what was going on in it there was like what i remember is like an arrow shooting and it was like uh shit what the i can't remember give me give me one second sorry about that we just had to look up the name of the game but it's called avowed that's the game yeah definitely looks interesting obsidian obsidian is great with uh genres of certain genres and rpgs and i loved outer world so i'm very i'm looking forward to what they do with avowed uh with me one thing i know for certain is probably going to be there um I'm trying to think like what else is big. I don't. I just don't. What was the last one that you were asking me? It's something that I hope oh, isn't something, there. Something you don't want to be there. Something I don't want. That's going to be. You hope they don't do or like don't announce or don't like do. It could that, it could be like just not a game. It could be like literally anything like you know something with do with a console or some kind of like update that you don't want them to talk or like something they don't want to like do. Period. Why company wise? Uh, I don't really think I have anything to be honest with you. All right. Fair enough. Uh, with me, uh, I hope they announce I... something for Skull and Bones. I know that's still they're still working on that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still holding out hope for Skull and Bones. Oh, yeah, I don't think Skull and Bones is happening. They said it's happening. They're still working on it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I'm gonna assume. Uh, oh, God, I'm trying to think of something that like that like it's like it's probably gonna be there that like you haven't said yet. Uh, I'm not too sure. Because uh, I'm trying to think of something. Probably Ratchet and Clank is probably going to get something. Um, well, Ratchet and Clank we, comes out next week, so I highly oh, doubt it. Oh, comes out next week? Never mind. Oh, shit. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't even know the release date on that. Yep. Um, you know, we're probably going to see. I'm trying to think. There's no other, like, big. You know, we might see Lego Star Wars then. We might see something from Lego Star Wars. Yeah, that I'd like to see. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we're probably going to see Lego Star Wars then. But uh, something I really hope. Uh, so there was rumors that WB Montreal is working on a new superhero IP for uh, DC. And I'm praying to God, please, oh, please, oh, please, give me a Superman game. <laughs> give me a good, honest-to-God, awesome Superman game. It could be so awesome. Please. That's the thing. They'll probably show off some Suicide Squad stuff. And, That's right. Oh, my God. Uh, Suicide Gotham Squad off too. I'm not excited for Gotham Knights like I am Suicide Squad. Yeah, I'm more hyped for Suicide Squad. Yeah, say like Gotham Knights looks fun, but I don't know. I'm just not hyped for. It. I don't know why. It just looks kind of ass to me. Yeah, yeah. Um, again, like I, I really want Superman games. One thing I kind of don't want is that I don't want them to show off a new Switch, because like I want to get mine. The prepared. rumors are the rumors are pushing, man. That they're this this 4K uh, Switch is apparently coming. Oh God, <laughs> I'm so worried. I'm like, I don't want to just get rid of my current Switch. It doesn't matter to me. I'm not getting rid of my Switch. It's a limited fair. edition Animal Crossing. I ain't getting rid of that. Fair, fair enough. I, I'm probably just gonna get mine repaired or whatever. But uh, yeah, man, like I'm kind of yeah. I don't, I don't want them making a new Switch. I, I'm fine with the Switch is fine as is to me. Yeah. Um, Unless the 4K yeah. is mind blowing, then no, I'm not gonna worry about it. <laughs> also, I'd imagine they probably announced like some kind of new expansion for Animal Crossing. Ooh, Breath of the Wild too. Yeah, 
They've been teasing that for a little while. Yeah, I think we'll get a breath. I think we'll get anything on that Breath of the Wild sequel. We might actually get something on God of War Ragnarok as well, too. Yeah, that's that's probably going to happen at Sony's. Yeah, Sony. If Sony is there, didn't Sony skip last time? Yeah, they're skipping. I think they're skipping again this year, but they're doing their own state of play, probably. Oh, okay. Essentially the same shit. Gotcha. I would. Oh, so I'm very curious if we'll get any new Bethesda exclusive IPs then. Yeah, yeah, that'd be interesting. Yeah, like exclusive, like exclusive Xbox IPs. Rumor has it that they may do something with Starfield. Oh, that'd be cool. See, I realize what I want. I want a more on the Hellblades um sequel because Hellblade: Senua Sacrifice is fucking awesome. That they did announce rocked. the sequel. I know, but I want more on it. I remember it was announced during the uh, the Series X um uh, show like stuff. Yep. And I really want more of that because Hellblade Sending a Sacrifice is like that was like that was a nice little that was a hidden gem right there. That was a critical darling. <laughs> everyone everyone loved Hellblade. That's like, oh, my God, that game was that game's a fucking experience. Did I ever tell you about the infamous the infamous 299 speech? No. Oh, my God. I talk about this a lot lately, but it's 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 just because it's a really funny instance that happened. You, you made me think of it when we were talking E3, because this did happen at E3. I think this was E3 19... It was like the late 1900s. Late 1900s. Late 1990s. <laughs> <laughs> ah, I got this, you know, thing going on. Sir. It's called an Xbox. You want one? You want one? Ah. Yeah, right? It was the late 1990s. And ah, no, no black person had this one. <laughs> <laughs> Sega was gearing up to release their brand new console called the Sega Saturn at the time. And when they released it, it was they released it at a pre, they like they had talked about it. This was back when E three was press only and not like actual people because originally it was press only, and so Sega was about to was unveiling their Sega Saturn this year, and this was also the same year that Sony was unveiling the first PlayStation, and this was big for Sony because this is their first console. They need to do something big, so. Sega announced that the Saturn's price point was going to be $400, which was fucking crazy for a 90s console. <laughs> like, fucking $400? Are you serious? But anyway, word had gotten out that Sega dropped that they were going to do their console for $400, and a lot of people were not happy about it. So Sony had this big speech planned for the PlayStation to show it off. And the literal video, you can look it up on YouTube, everybody, but... uh. It, this was this was the moment that PlayStation doomed Sega because they 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 it came time for Sony's presentation. The guy introduces the other this guy introduces another guy. He's like, oh, he's gonna come up and he's gonna talk about the console for a little bit. So get put your hands together for this person. Everybody's clapping. He comes up, drops his entire speech, and just goes up to the microphone and goes. Two ninety nine, and then he just gets <laughs> off stage, and everybody starts fucking cheering. They're like, yeah, I remember yeah. that. I remember that. Oh my god! You that single handedly doomed PlayStation. Uh, what was, uh, Sega. What was the other one that PlayStation did to Microsoft a few years ago when Microsoft was having some bullshit with like you know you can't have your friend can't share a game with you or something like that? It yeah, they tried to pull the same you. shit with the PS four. Yeah, and, and fucking uh, Sony went, this is how you share games on the PS4. Here you go, buddy. Oh, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> they tried to pull the same thing. Um, it was pretty effective. I don't think it was as effective as the 299, but, like, it was there. <laughs> <laughs> I rem- See, like, that reminds me of, like, the whole shitstorm that was E3 2013, I think. Yeah. 
when Xbox One got revealed. That was that has got to be one of the worst E3 reveals of all time. I know. One. And there's a reason Don, why that guy got fired shortly yeah. after. Don Matrick. Oh, but that one line. You know what? We have a system for people who don't have internet and stuff like that. It's called the Xbox 360. You're like, wow, Don. <laughs> wow. Yeah, <laughs> I, the big thing, and this is how I like to sum up the E3s that year. E3, I think either 2013 or 2012, was like, yeah, we're going to unveil the Xbox One. It's mainly, here, here, here's, here's, here's the catch with it. It's going to be entertainment-based, and we're going to make it so that we sell it with the Kinect, and the Kinect's also going to monitor what you're doing. On top of that, you're not going to be able to share any games. And Xbox was like, what the fuck were you thinking? <laughs> and fired the guy, and then they hired <laughs> Phil Spencer, and then Phil Spencer comes out the next year, and he's just like, hey, guys. And everybody's like, yeah? And he's like, games. And they're like, Games? <laughs> Because <laughs> they unveiled a shitload of games that time. I think it was like 13 games or something they announced yeah, that year I just to fucking was, appease everybody. What was it? Gears 4, Rise, Son of Rome, Assassin's Creed Unity. Was Rise, Son of Rome was already out. Oh, was it? Oh, yeah. Shit. Rise, Son of Rome was a launch title. Huh. I thought that was before the launch where Don Magic went like games. No, it was a launch title because I bought Xbox. I bought Xbox One the year during that e3 presentation like when it came like the first year it came out i bought it um and i bought it with rise son of rome i almost i'm not gonna lie i almost switched teams from like that first xbox one launch hit i was like damn do i really want an xbox one i did because at the time i saw possibilities with it what those possibilities were i can't tell you because i was just fucking stupid and blind um, <laughs> but like what really got me was seeing rise I was like, this looks like a really good game. I'm going to get this Xbox One, and I did. Uh, they made it so that, you know, the Kinect wasn't always connected and shit. I could just unplug it at, at will and stuff like that. And, I, yeah, I bought it that year because I was big on Xbox, and I decided to just go for it. I think I got an Xbox One the year after. Yeah, my first Xbox One games were Assassin's Creed Unity. Uh, no, actually, no, it was. My first Xbox One games were Destiny. Uh... Yes, I know it was Destiny Taken King. Uh, there was it was something else. Oh my, I cannot remember. Yeah, my first game was Rise Son of Rome because that game really blew me away at A3. How other games did I get? I genuinely can't remember what the other games I got were. Well, it's tough because when oh, the first year the that first, Xbox launched, the, and it's the same the same thing goes for games right now. When the Xbox One first launched, it was in a lull period. So was PlayStation, where yeah. there weren't that many games out for the console. So people don't really Des know what to play. I got Destiny and I got the first Battlefront. I played the shit out of that first Battlefront. I remember now. Yeah, I played the hell out of the first Battlefront so much. It was, those, I had an Xbox for a couple of years after the first Battlefront. When did you get your Xbox? In like 2014 around. No, no, no. It had to be around 2015. I got actually I got it around. Because the first Battlefront like, came out in 2015. Yeah, when the hell did I get my Xbox? You know what? No, I got it in 2015 because I got it a while after Unity came out. Ah. Uh. And I got it around the time. Syndic and Syndicate, actually, ooh. I didn't, and I didn't, actually, did, or did I get it after Syndicate? I don't remember. I, I know I got my Xbox, like, way later. Nothing beats the best reaction ever. And I talk about this. I, I actually used to talk about this a lot. I haven't talked about it in a good while. Um, a good friend of ours. Uh, you may know who it is once I tell this story, but a good friend of ours, uh, the day he got his Xbox One, I went with him. He picked me up that day, 
and we went to the we went to GameStop, and he traded in his Xbox 360 and all of his games. He put it towards his Xbox that came with uh, Unity and Black Flag, I believe it was. And he, this guy, he, we come out, we get into his car, and he was very adamant about making sure nothing happens to this car because I think it was his parents' car at the time. And <laughs> yeah. I know this. I know who it is now. I yeah, you told me this. Story. So we get this guy is so excited that he got himself an Xbox One. So the way the parking lot is set up is that where we parked, there was a median in there with like land. I'm talking just like grass. There was a tree off to the left side, like, and there was a little bit of a hill going down to the next parking spot in front of us. The reason I'm telling you this is because we get into the car and he turns it on and I see him going forward and I'm like, dude, you're going forward. He goes over the median, down the hill. Thankfully, that parking spot was empty because that is exactly where we landed right now. <laughs> 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 I was like, I'm like, I mean, I'm quiet. I'm just like, oh, I don't want to laugh because he might be genuinely upset. (laughs) But I just start dying of laughter. I'm like, what happened? And he goes, I was really excited about my Xbox. Oh my if he's God. listening to this, which I know he will in time, but man, that was such a good day. Thank God. I, I <laughs> Not didn't, for I you, didn't, but for me. I didn't drive to get my Series X, thank God. I got my Series X. I just sat in the back and just held it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's my baby, baby, baby. That's baby, probably baby, what baby. he should have done for a couple minutes because, God <laughs> damn it, there was a car in front of us. That been, <laughs> we both would have been fucked. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my god. That that was. Oh my god. Nothing but nothing like getting a new console, man. I know. It's great. It's such a great. What? It's such a great feeling, man. I'm. Oh god. I'm so happy I got my Series X. Same. I was happy I was able to get my Series X. I'm like, oh fuck yeah. Yeah. I was like, you're mine. <laughs> it was like that bit from South Park where he goes to the toilet. It's all like, you're all mine, toilet. And he fucking whips <laughs> it. Like no one will be able to hear you scream. It's like. <laughs> God damn it! Now you just got me thinking about the fucking, the fucking uh, car fighting the the, the little person. The little person. Just like, Carol, don't go into the light. <laughs> I love when he says hello, fatso, and it's like now you know how it feels. He starts fucking laughing at him. Again. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that episode's so fucking funny. Oh my god! Oh, I'm gonna have to binge these South Park games. All on HBO Max, isn't it? Yeah, I've been playing through you, it. You, you gotta watch the vaccination, the COVID specials, man. Fucking, I'll get uh, to there. Randy. I'm like, I'm think I'm on like season fourteen. Oh my god, fucking! I'm not even like binging it. I just have it on. It's like I'm. It's like what I do with American Dad. I just have it on. Like right now, yeah, I have my, Gumball on. <laughs> Charlie, what's my other favorite like episodes of South Park? Um, <laughs> the fucking uh, when the the Canadian wedding one. When yes. the Canadian princess was kidnapped and, like, they rescued her for the wedding and the wedding worked by, like, the prince dug their hands and, like, figgy pudding then ripped <laughs> off the princess's arm and shoved it up his own ass. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? Like, oh, what a glorious day this is for Canada. Oh, beautiful for Canada. <laughs> that He's just talking and... about it like it's a normal fucking thing. Like what else happened? There was no one else I was fucking thinking of. Oh my god, that entire troll storyline fucking killed me. Which one? And the the troll storyline when know. there was like a troll like like photoshopping dicks into all the people's mouths and they all thought it was Cartman but it was someone else. I did see that one. Oh dude, you've gotta watch that shit. That has some of the best 
long. Like there was two, three. The one with the Canadian like, princess getting married is that the one where uh, where Ike goes on like that quest? Yes, for that's Canada? where Ike. Yes, that's where Ike goes to uh rescue um uh the the um uh like the, the princess. He, the, I think there's two episodes of that. I think there's one episode where he does goes on. The I gotta quest. watch I that just... episode because I always love the one guy who kept calling everybody a fucking polyglute. <laughs> <laughs> I love Canadians. I'm like, hey, buddy, he's like, I wanted yeah. to ask about to get me a blowjob. And she just rubbed her nose on it a little bit. Fucking polyglute. <laughs> There's a great bit in uh, the South Park game, Fractured But Whole, where you actually you go to uh, you, if you go to where the you go would would have gone to Canada. There was a giant border wall there now, <laughs> and it's like, uh, hey, buddy, you want to get into Canada? Too bad, we got some really cool shit over here. Maybe the <laughs> DLC later on. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Yeah, I fucking love it, man. It's so good. All right. You got anything else you right. want to talk about? Or you think uh, we... No, man. I think we covered it all. This is a pretty solid episode to come back to. Yeah, I thought so. Well, yeah, we're happy man. to be back, everybody. Can't guarantee we're going to be back every week, but, you know, it's just the way you know, it is. Shit Life. happens. Yeah. <laughs> again, again, you, you're you're in for 11 episodes. You'll, we'll come back when we feel like it. <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for joining us. We do appreciate everybody that listens to us, as always. Yeah, we appreciate you. We love you. I'll do anything for you. Oh, my God. Cut it. End it. End it. (laughs)